This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDarren.com. Today is October 14th, 2020. And a lot of our long-time faithful listeners have been wondering why we haven't done any Falcons podcasts, any like retrospectives of the game, rapid reactions, why we just did Falcons football weekend. That was pretty much it. Well, you know they're 0-5 and they let us down immediately off the rip. So we weren't really doing that much Falcons stuff this year because they weren't really worth it. But they fired Thomas Dimitrov. They fired Dan Quinn. And, of course, we had to talk about it. We're an Atlanta-based show. Falcons are probably the bread and brother of a lot of our podcasts, so we definitely had to talk about it. I got Double R and Lennox. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Chilling. So, first questions first. I'll go with you first, Lennox. Was it time to get rid of Dan Quinn and Dimitrov? Are you glad? Are you happy with the timing? Start right You're going to start, and you're going to go ahead and uh, pull the trigger right now. Don't even, don't even play around with it. You're going to set the tone. Yeah. Double R? Uh, I'm kind of in the middle limbo because the season, I think, is done. We're not going to make no playoff. we pretty much done. So, why? we? Uh, you can bring, you get, you can get rid of him. It ain't going to do no better. If you're going to, I would say, if you're going to get rid of him, man, we need to take everybody who you brought with you. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. I'm going to answer that same question. I agree with Linus. I think you got to do it sooner or later because what? What happens is the longer you keep him, the possibility of him going on a four-game winning streak or a three-game winning streak or whatever, and it talks you into bring him back at the end of the year because wow. you always use that we had injuries excuse. Like, that's what happened the past two years, right? They finished seven and nine, but they finished strong those two years, and they, he used that to buy him enough time. So, like Lenny said, you don't give him a chance to buy himself time because – For what? You, you don't made your bed and laid in it. You can win the rest. You still ain't going to make the playoff. Only way I can see him coming back is Super Bowl, and I still would would bring him back. Yeah, but I still think that the problem is, is like, and it goes back to if you saw Arthur Blank's statement when he fired them, you could tell he didn't want to fire them. He basically was like, I like them personally. I like their families. I've seen their kids grow up. I, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I think Dimitrov is married to one of Arthur Blank's niece or something like that. Like, I know Fenneman married to one of his, like, daughters or something like that, but um, Dimitrov is married to somebody in their family, I'm pretty sure. So, like, you can tell it's a, I don't want to get rid of them, but it's the opposite, right? So, you always hear the, the saying, it's nothing personal, it's just business. It's business. I think with him, it was the opposite. I think it was personal, but business made him have to make that change or whatever. So, I feel like, like Lynn said, you just keep Dan Quinn on longer. You just give, him, you just give a chance. Nothing good can come from keeping Dan Quinn on longer. Hey, we paid you to do a job, finish this, this stink mess you don't. You know, uh, made it made. So let me come back and ask you this. We all have been looking at the Falcons all of our lives. Been to Ford's County Stadium. Been to all over Atlanta. Is this the worst Falcons team ever? At least at this point, 0-5. 0-5. Like five games in, we've had some shitty Falcons teams. Is this the worst five games in? I think it's the worst Falcons. Yeah, the, the worst start. But I think we have more talent than the, the other Stinky team we done had. 
I got think, better talent to but I, that's the problem, right? And that's going to go to our next point. Like, this team is inexcusable to be 0-5, regardless of who the coach is, regardless. Like, this should be a team with no coaching that shouldn't be 0-5, right? You know There's what I'm no saying? Reason. There's no reason for that. You got an established quarterback. You got an established receiver, an established running back who we went and got, who's actually playing pretty decent for us. You have a up-and-coming wide receiver. So, you know, I know that they were saying the offense is supposed to carry this team, which, you know, really hasn't done. But, like, even on defense, like, at some point you got – Greater Jared may not be the best defensive end in the game, but or the top tier, but he's definitely in that second tier. So like if Aaron Donald's the gold standard, Greater Jared's, you know, in the top eight or whatever D tackles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you had KZ, you had some talent. Now I don't agree with drafting that cornerback first round, but you still you tried to upgrade a position. So like it's a lot of things that it like, okay, yeah, you may not be a defensive juggernaut, but it's the old school bend but don't break type defense and they were breaking too much and so like they sh- this is the worst team for the fact that they have the most talent out of those other teams because those other teams were coming in saying hey we're going we know we're going to be bad let's not just be the worst team whereas this team me and you had them going nine and seven ten and six or something like that i think i had them going eight and eight and eight you had, eight 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 nine, nine. I had, I had them nine and seven you had right? nine and seven i had a ten and six and yeah, like you know that's true. the schedule lined up real good for them because you yeah. you know what i'm saying like We'll get to that. Like, the schedule lined up good for them, but they didn't really live up to expectations. So, like, Lennox, is this the worst 0 5? Is this the worst start in Falcons history? I I agree with what Rashad was saying. Like, far as talent wise, I think so. Like, far as the names, the names that's involved on that team, I think it's pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Compared to other teams that, you know what I'm saying, that we've had not 0 5, but that finished pretty ugly, you know what I'm saying, three and 13s and, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, we got three potential Hall of Famers on this team, right? Or possible if you consider Calvin Ridley. But, like, Julio's a hot lot to be a Hall of Famer, right? Ty Gurley, pretty much, pretty may not. He, uh, it depends on him. It's too early. It's too early, but he going to get consideration for the Hall of Fame. Like it or not, Matt Ryan's going to get consideration for the Hall of Fame. So, you have – even if it's, you got one surefire Hall of Famer and three possibles, right? Two possibles and possible. So, like, a team like that, Owen something should never be attached to any of your name, right? You know, aside from Owen one. And I don't know how you can come back. I don't know how you can say it's just Dan Quinn at this point. Like, Dan Quinn was a problem. But, like, a new coordinator brings – that's going to give another year of learning another offense, another year this, another year right. that. For cats who aren't getting younger, whereas the rest of the league is getting younger, hats off to Cincinnati. I'm not the biggest Joe Burrow fan, but I think they're doing a good job with bringing Joe Burrow along. I do too. So, like, if you're Matt Ryan and you look around in this room and it's, you know, you who looking pretty long in the tooth, Drew Brees who looking pretty old, he have your moments or whatever. And you look around like Brady, they old, but then you look around, you see the Kyler Murrays of the world, the Joe Burrows of the world. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's of the world, the Josh Allen's of the world who have taken that step. What are you doing as a team and as a player? Like, if I'm if I'm look, if I'm the GM and I'm looking at Matt Ryan as my quarterback, I'm like, hmm. I'm not like, I don't know where to go with him because I can't say he young. I can't sell it to my friends, fans, he young, we're going to grow with him. And I can't sell it to my fans that, hey, we can win the Super Bowl with them. So what am I going to sell? To me, with Matt Ryan, at this stage of his career, every time you have an offensive possession, 
You should know the defense. You should know where they're running. You haven't seen nothing they throwing at you you haven't seen before. So you should be able to either go get a touchdown or a field goal. That's what most veteran quarterbacks do. Matt Ryan, you can't be making silly mistakes at crucial times. Like, come on now. If, if, if you're going to make crucial mistakes like this, I'd rather live with a young guy who's going to make these dumb mistakes than with a veteran. I, I I think it's like you said the crucial mistakes. I think it, with him, one thing one thing I've seen from Matt that seemed like last year, it happened last year, maybe the end of the year before last, is that the game was coming too fast. Like normally he'd be like a little like Matty Ice, he'd be a little cool, calm, but like now it seemed like like oh shit, like he have to hurry up and get rid of the ball, and he don't have to hurry up and get rid of the ball. Like you know that pocket awareness, like that coolness, that like. Quarter, like when you get old, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just like the dude who used to drive in your car ninety mile per hour, but now you're eighty, and these kids are driving seventy. And you're like, whoa, shit! You know what I'm saying? Just, that's how I seem like it moved for Matt Ryan. Seems like the game, the speed of the game is passed him by or whatever. That's my thought. What about you, Lynn? I said, I said the same thing. Like uh, you look back and you see everybody else in the league moving forward with with young talent, like. And then you sit back and you watch you watch the Falcons, you watch your own team. Like, damn, are we gonna, you know, are we gonna try to move forward? Are we gonna try to stick with winning right now? Or, you know, what I'm saying like, I think the window. Actually, I think the window closed in 2017. Like, we talked about that. We said that on this podcast. We're like, we started by saying after the Super Bowl, you need to fight Dan Quinn. But it came back. But after that Philly that Philadelphia playoff game, I think we saw the writing on the wall that hey. Matt and Matt, this Matt, Julio, Dan Quinn, whoever combo, whatever you want to define this era as, this era ain't gonna get it done. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, and for different reasons, right? Like, we kept the best thing Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn did was hire Cal Shanahan. The worst thing he did was hire Steve Sarkeesian because, then as you watch a lot of college football, double R, you do too. Steve Sarkeesian was the reason Alabama didn't win that national championship. <laughs> and so, like, when you go when you go replace him, instead of – they had Matt LaFleur, who's the head coach of Green Bay now. Instead of promoting him, you know, now you're in that position. It's like, what are you doing? And this is one of the problems with sports in general, especially in the NFL. They just recycle the same coaches in the same position, right? Like, Dan Quinn's going to be a, a assistant, a defense coordinator somewhere, which is probably some young defense coordinator who's the next bright mind who won't get a chance for another two or three years. So to your point, man, it's like the writing was on the wall for that Falcons team for a group of reasons. But one of the main reasons was like, we never really evolved, right? Like Kyle Shanahan took us to a step, right? We, we And we didn't build on top of that foundation. We just, we were, everything he did good that year. And I think Kyle Shanahan was the MVP of the team that year, but you can't give it to a coach. You the coach. He, he, <laughs> he laid he laid he laid the foundation down for the he really had the recipe for the Falcons to follow up the next the next couple of years that should have been They should have uh, ran his offense. That should have been his Nobody offense. Could run it. Yeah. Nobody like, could run it. <laughs> but I mean, like I say, I mean, even if you, you go back and get film and whoever come in, like, hey, this this what we got, this what work with what we got. You know, shit, maybe if you want to add your flavor to it, like, I mean, you probably could, you know what I'm saying, tweak it, tweak it a little bit. But right now, like, this is what Matt did under this right here. This is what Julio did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, 2017, they went right back. Right back. 
They like took a sledge. Wick start who really went good at play calling that offense. He said, he admitted it. He said, I didn't know uh, Shanahan offense. But that's why you keep somebody who's in that building for that year, right? So, like, if we, if we right now, if we come together and we have Magic doing something, like, I'm not going to, and you know, you and Lennox go ahead. I'm not, I'm going to go talk to you and see if your wife and kids or something like that can be a part of, like, somebody who knows something about it. I'm not going to just up and just say, okay, Lennox and Rashad, we're good. Let me go get rid, get Calhoun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Love him, but like, I I need to ride that same wave or double R and mm-hmm. Lennox or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, to Lennox's point, I think they took a sledgehammer to all the good work Kyle Shanahan did that year. By bringing in Sarkeesian, and to your point, trying to get him to call somebody else's offense because it's one thing to be like, "Hey, I'm in the building." So on third and four, what worked for Matt was slant cross combo. Like he could read that really good. That slant cross combo worked for us. Whereas Sarkeesian coming in saying third and four, we need to try to hit the scene, and Matt don't hit the scene good on third and four. And just using that as an example, mm-hmm. but like when you're in the building, you know that third and four. It needs to be some slant out combo because that's what Matt really excels at. You know what I'm saying? So Matt Ryan has always been a volume. He's always gotten good numbers, but never really meaningful numbers. Yeah, I'm about to say that. I've been saying some of Matt Ryan numbers are misleading. Yeah, even before like even before (laughs) this bad look, like Matt Ryan has always had numbers, but like the meet the meaningful numbers, the meaty numbers. When it count, when the game online, can you put these numbers up to win a game? Early in his career, he done it. But the later part of it, nah, you get numbers when you're down. You're chucking the e-ball, getting all the yard. But it, it looked good on paper, but you really didn't do nothing to help us. Yeah. Help the team win. But I think, and that's the point. But I think Shanahan, that year made those numbers more meaningful. Because, like, one of the things you say is, like, he never led the league in anything. But him not leading the league didn't matter as much as if we do a meaningful numbers percentage. Those numbers were more meaningful than years that he did have better numbers in life. Right. They're getting ass kicked, so of course you had better numbers, right? So I think that Dan, one of Dan's queens, and this is an organizational issue. This is where you have a bad organization because Dimitrov, anybody in that building, Dan Quinn, somebody in that building should have been, a decision maker in that building should have been able to recognize that, hey, we need to build off of what Kyle Shanahan did. Right. Hell, if they were bold enough, they should have fired Dan Quinn and hired Kyle Shanahan. But of course, that's a, that's a long way to go. But like that, when you have, a, when you have great organizations, New England Patriots, right? Like Cam Newton coming in, you tailoring stuff to him, and but you going at a slower pace, right? So like you could tell watching the Patriots with Cam, they really don't know what they have, but they've been saying, "Hey, what do he do well? What we see he did well?" That's why I was a lot of run heavy stuff. Then they saw he passed, like, "Oh shit, he can throw the ball." Right. Then you seen them kind of making more passes and stuff like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that if you, whenever you have turnover like that. You have to stick with what that player does well, and I don't think they did that. Because Julio's going to get his numbers regardless, right? He's an elite all-time talent. So, like, it can be who it can be Max Sims throwing the ball, and he's going to get his numbers. But, like, so you ain't got to worry about him specifically. But what you got to do is worry about Matt, who is kind of a good, not great quarterback. But you have to turn, you have to find a way to make good look like great. And I don't think they were able to completely duplicate that. So, Man, they you got to tailor to your quarterback strength. They don't do that. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're good at. Yeah. Right. And then another thing I think that, like, one of the flaws with Dan Quinn is he had some of the big – he never could stop the bleeding. And so, obviously, we're going to go to the 283, right? But just the year before they start out 6-0, and 
or six and two and went two and six down the line. They won six in a row, lost six in a row. Like, and then last, you know, the last two years, they started on four and then come back or on six or even like not on five. Like he could never stop the bleeding. And like he, for him to be a defensive coach, he never could get the defense in the right place. And not even from a, like he, the one thing I will give Demetrius credit for, they tried to tailor what they wanted to what he wanted. But they can never get the right pieces of the pie. Like they can never get that dog D line or that group of players that Dan Quinn had in Seattle. That's because Tommy Dimitrov don't draft as well. But like the thing about Seattle is Earl Thomas is probably a Hall of Famer. Cam Chancellor, maybe not a Hall of Famer, but a Hall of Really Good. Bobby Wagner, probably the best linebacker in the game, right? You know what I'm saying? Um Sherman. Sherman, Hall of Famer. Bennett. Borderline Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a collection of pieces that they all pretty much drafted a guy for somewhere. Whereas the Falcons, Tack McKinley, Bus, Vic Beasley. Last year, Bus, he a Bus, but last the year he the year he has 15 sacks. The next year he was in coverage more than he was rushing the passer. And like those are the things. Like they they were drafting people, but they Deion Jones was good, but got hurt and never quite been the same. It's just they haven't found. You take you take the you take the meat the meat of the defense away the defensive line they pull they let Pope get out of here yeah yo. him and Grady had I mean like that defensive line there yo they had pressure when they they had the ninth the ninth rate they finally got into the ninth rate defense in the in the NFL yeah you know so I don't know, I just think man like I said you the struggle man like how they, if you got these weapons even if you're a football player and you playing. In the yard, you know what I'm saying? You know, you need 10 yards for a first down, or we're going to get to the middle of the field. Like, I don't like – if you're going to find somebody like – I would have started maybe with maybe an OC or the special team coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody would have had to go that guy, even though, you know what I'm saying, he might have told him whatever. Look, hey, that's it, right? That would have been the first message, man. But. One of the problems, too, and going back to our previous point about offense is that why would you bring Duck Cutter back? Right. <laughs> like, the game has clearly passed him by. Yeah. Like, regardless of what you think of Matt Ryan, and, you know, we'll just leave Matt Ryan somewhere as average to above average. We'll just leave him in that pile for now. Like, Dirk Cutter came back, and they went back to 2014. Like, they looked like the fact that, like, the plays weren't crisp. There wasn't no innovation in play calling. Dirk Cutter, who, 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 who helped Dirk Cutter? They bought back two people. Oh. They bought back two of Matt people. He the tight end coach. He he was in Buffalo. Um, he had got the head coaching job. Mike Malarkey. Mike Malarkey. Yeah. Mike Malarkey. That was a safe pick for them. Yeah. He didn't know nobody else to go get. Yeah, but that's a problem. Like That was the time to go get somebody young. Y'all been yeah. talking young. Like, Major and Linda been saying young, and this was the time to go get somebody that was young. Get somebody they didn't young. trust nobody. He just went safe. Yeah, safe. I would have gambled on somebody yep. young. And then, you know what I'm saying, you could have molded them like shit with they, either what they got, you know what I'm saying, or they look. Same thing we just saying about Shanahan offense, like fast pace or hurry up. You find that new that next Sean McVay, you find that yep. next Kyle right. You you had you got the ready made parts to it. So like, and then go back to our previous point. You can't fuck up with Julio. Like, the only way you can fuck up with Julio is if you put him on the bench. Like, as long as he's on the field, you can't fuck up with him. A young innovative coach is gonna find a way to get the most out of Matt, even if it's the most out of Matt. Is hey, you just fuck around and throw the ball to Julio. If that's the most thing, oh, we got Calvin Ridley. I'm saying we got Calvin Ridley. Like, 
we went backwards offensively. And this is a team who, like, everybody been saying the offense support the carriers, whatever, whatever. And to some degree, that's unfair, but it Not makes unfair. sense. I mean, it should. Ah, that's where all the money at on the offense. A good team, but you got a defense court, a defensive coach. So like, he should be able to, even if the def, even if you not a stop defense, just a we can hold the team to twenty points. A game. You ain't drafting the dogs. Even, even, even if you go to the to the Falcons draft, like you say, with Thomas Dimitrov and the Pitts. Yeah, like we got a defensive coach. We haven't the Falcons didn't put a uh, uh, worth a dime towards the defense. Right. right? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Draft, All, everything went straight to the offense. Like, yeah. So I think the draft was like the Jake Matthews kind of to the Calvin Ridley thing. They always tried to get offense first and sneak a little defense in. Right. Third but fourth it, round, but you can't miss. Exactly. Miss they missing on those cats you or miss whatever. Them. And it should have been the opposite, right? Like it should have been you can get a wide receiver in that third or fourth round who can do what Calvin Ridley can do, or at least 70%. We were just talking about Robbie Anderson for Carolina, not saying he Calvin Ridley, but he can stretch the field, right? So, like, even if he's just a home run third and that's it, you can get him in the fifth or sixth round, and that's not a miss. Whereas you spend that first round on the defensive stud, some D linemen from Alabama, some cornerbacks from Florida State or Kent or wherever, you know what I'm saying? You get your Jalen Ramsey, you get your Derwin James, you get that stud on defense. And then you still could sneak in what they were trying to sneak in because they were just trying to get skilled people for the most part. Like, once they got Jake Matthews, they were trying to go after skill, skill, skill. Like, you could still sneak your skill person in. The scouting department. Who in your scouting department? You got to know who the dogs are. It could be some dogs in the third or fourth round, but if you can, if your scouting department you ain't really scouting these players, you don't know. And I think, but I think that this goes back to an institutional failure, and this is why we're in the situation we're in where it's like, we're looking to completely reboot the Falcons team. Like, meaning, like, a lot of names and faces that we know and don't know inside the building, outside, and, like, faces of the team. The question is, should they be here? Because I say they shouldn't be here. I think it's time to, like, get everybody we value out of here. Me, me personally, I clean the whole house. I know you can't do it. Like mid season, that's why I was saying let Dan Quinn finish this. Man, get out! Everybody got to go. Bring a whole new staff in. I would try. See, I'm different. I would try to trade right now. I would try to move. I would let Ty Gurley stay so he can get his numbers. Ty Gurley and Calvin Ridley would be pretty much people on offense names who could stay. But like Julio, he has the most value, right? Yeah. Matt Ryan, like they should come out of this. They should come out of this with. Out of those two people, at least an extra seven picks in the next two drafts. They won't give them that because they know you want to get rid of them. But do you go to Julio and ask them? Do do Julio? I think you do. I do. You do. He get that? Do he get the right to call? Do I want to stay or do I want to go? I think you give them. I think you give Julio the option. So what if Julio say I want to be like Larry Fitzgerald and stay? Then he can stay. That's I'm fine with that. I I would. They probably will ask me restructure though. We had restructure so. I mean, Mm -hmm. if he found like. I would give him the common courtesy of, hey, would you mind? Like, it's your choice. We can try to get you to a contender or you can stay, whatever, whatever. But right now, Baltimore would get on their knees and suck the Falcons' dick for Julio and give them Anybody would. But I'm saying, like, the Patriots would. The Patriots would. People who are a contender away, they would get right now. Julio, Julio himself probably can get you four picks by himself right now today. They might give you a first and a, maybe a second rounder. You can get a first, a second, a third, and a six for They know you want to get rid of them. They know you you about to rebuild, so they ain't going to give you that. I hear Buffalo, bro. I hear Zach. I hear Buffalo. Buffalo. Hey, what you, what you want? I hit the Bears up. Y'all think y'all good? Y'all 4-1? 
But do Julio want to go there? I ain't going no Buffalo. I ain't going no. Oh, Chicago. you can just say he can go to Baltimore. Maybe. But the Raiders think they got something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole bunch of teams that think they got something. But do Julio want to go there? Can he? Do he have the right to I call a shot? I think he did the right, but I think you sell it to him like these are teams with a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl. Like Kansas City, they're just Mahomes hit away from them being nothing, right? Right, wrong, and different. Baltimore, like Baltimore, that's the team who I really would push on Julio. Like, look, if Baltimore willing to deal, we willing to deal. Like, that's your golden ticket to a Super Bowl. You, They have offensive problems there in their passing game, and you can help them to another level. And I believe they would. I think they would give you everything they could this year, cause they gotta feel like they can get over Kansas City, huh? Cause Lamar Jackson saying that that was a kryptonite. That was such a damning statement, cause it made it seem like they don't feel like they could beat right. Kansas City. They got so like, everything they need, sell that. They got everything they need, but that you know what I'm saying. So like, I would if I were the Falcons and Julio signed off, I would go to him and be like, look, we're gonna try to get you at Baltimore. That's your easy. That's your best chance to win the Super Bowl. And we can probably get the most thing off of you what you want. I think that we I think you I think you said the boss my like, look, we both know y'all don't believe y'all can beat Kansas City, but we with Julio, y'all can beat anybody. Here's Julio. Give us a first, second, and third and fourth initial. Or two first from and two years. You're gonna have for them to give you a third and fourth, you're gonna have to be two years down the line or something. Yeah. I mean, we we didn't know her. Trevor Lawrence should still be around. Give us a third or fourth in twenty. I'm in fine. Twenty twenty four or something. If I'm running the Falcons, I'm fine with that because now I'm looking at a five year plan for like. Yeah, I'm looking at a five year plan. Look, man. And we, I guess it's time to the bigger thing. Should we go on and get rid of Matt Ryan? Yeah, if the offer, yeah, I, I think so. So, what do you think, Matt? What What do you think is a fair offer for, for Matt Ryan? Oh, T. First and a second for him. Get him out of here. If, if put it like this, if we like right now we on five, if we gonna be in the top three of draft pick, why well, keep him? Just draft another quarterback. Just get rid of him. I think Matt Ryan can get more than that. I think you you may. I think I you know. get a first, a third, or fifth. I think you get four picks for Matt Ryan. Maybe not first, second, but I think you get a first, a third, and a fifth. I think it's hard when you, teams know you don't want him no more. Arthur Blank done said that, so I, I agree with that. But I think that the, I think that you also got teams who are in a win right now mode. Like Chicago is in a win right now mode. I think they, they don't trust neither them under their quarter. I think they trust Nick Foles, even though he fools go. I think they trust him. I think another. I think you can reunite him with Shanahan. I think Shanahan. I think you can see that the, your fan base are like, hey, recreate that magic. Might be true for right now for this season here. When they take because Garoppolo, he really he still kind of he not healthy. Yeah, but like they can't trust Garoppolo. Yeah, he he not healthy. So like you say for right now, I think they could they would. I think that's one team that would make that make that uh, trade. Let me ask you this question: Would the Cowboys make that trade right now? Ooh, a wide open division. Ooh, I don't think so. You, you think they're going to ride with Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton. Oh, they don't pay for Andy Dalton, but I don't know. If Andy Dalton come out and have a, uh, 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 a game, he stink up the joint. The Cowboy might be in business. <laughs> the trade for Andy, Andy Dalton, though. I, I, like, I think Andy Dalton's decent, but like I'm just Andy saying, like, if I'm at Atlanta. Over uh, older Matt Ryan, I'm going to take Andy Dalton. 
I, see I don't that. know. I just feel like Dallas is always one of those teams that's going for the Super Bowl, right? And, like, Jerry Jones loves names, right? And, like, I think that's the person you can fleece for Matt Ryan. Exactly. <laughs> I, we can sucker them and take Matt Ryan. I think that's the way you can get. That's that, that, that we'll take Cowboys. Yeah, we'll sucker them and take Matt Ryan. You know, we know Matt Ryan ain't that guy. <laughs> but if, if Andy Dalton had a bad game or two, they might allow, hey, we'll take him. <laughs> Cowboy fans already gonna gave up. Well, the Cowboy, they they two and what? They two and three. They number one in the division right now. Yeah, two and three. The East sucks. It sucks. But I'm saying Washington out of the Giants out of it really just them and the Eagles. That's why all the cards line up for you to talk Jerry Jones and the Matt Ryan. You, I think you. That's one person you can swindle and get them on uh, them draft pick you want. <laughs> Let me ask you this: If Cam. He COVID, right? But, like, if Cam got hurt, could you talk the Patriots into Matt Ryan? I think so. I think the Patriots going to go young. They don't get it. They don't sign. If it ain't Cam, it's young. But who they got right now? They think they can win it now? It depends. They start losing. They win it. They in the, the mix. They not going to go with Brian Hoyer. They not going to go with, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Statham. Statham. They trash. Them trash quarterbacks. I don't think the Patriots don't. Even, I don't even think they they gonna go for what they got this year. I think. I think the Patriots still think they can. They got a shot of winning. Yeah. So it, if it's, I don't think you're gonna sucker Patriots. But if it's a, it work out for both parties. If it's a fair deal, they'll take Matt Ryan. I still look at. I still think the Cowboys. I still think the Forty Nine. I think yeah. those two teams right now, and I still think who the other team I said. For next year, I would say Indy might would take him. Mm. You got an old Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers Phillip and Matt Ryan, they the same. Like, you know that not. <laughs> well, shit. You're right, Phillip Rivers a little better. <laughs> but he old now. He old now. I mean, they they, they old. They had On oh, the Bears, that was all the same. Yeah. Like the Bear, the Card, on the Bear, the 49, and the Cowboys, the three teams I could see. I think the only other team I can see if they quarterback got hurt is the Raiders. I can see the Raiders like I don't think they believe in caught like that. I but they got they, they paid the what's them called? Oh, uh, uh, Mariota. Mariota. You take yeah. Matt Ryan over Mariota? No, nah, like, they might roll with him. They like Mariota. They gave him the money. Nah, like you say, San Francisco made it sense because yeah. Shanahan. Yeah, Shanahan. He can make. He'll make that call. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at any other team in the league. Like I don't think nobody's going to give you. You don't think the Bears would? More than third or no. fourth for Matt Ryan. Just one pick. No, you got a Super Bowl. You got a Super Bowl winner, Nick Foles. They believe in him. He just beat Tom Brady. Yeah. He had a comeback against us. No, they ain't looking at that. No. You see a pass that he was throwing up. A little pass, they were, they were look, they looked way better than Matt. A little spark on him, man. I don't think nobody really believe in them like that. But, okay. Believe in who? The Bears? Nick, Nick Foles like that. I, don't, I think it's something believe that holds in their resume. Nick Foles a winner, though. I like Nick Foles, <laughs> but it's something that holds in his resume and their resume. Like, to y'all point, like, all the other teams are either going young or they they either going young or they losing or they establish a start. Like, I was just going through the whole list of teams. Like, Buffalo's young. They ain't going for The Jets either going gun for another pick. Miami good. The Patriots, we already talked about them. That's one group right there, right? The NFC Central, everybody good at quarterback. Bengals got Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, Lamar, Ben Roethlisberger, right? So then you go to the South. Phillip Rivers, 
Garner Minshew, Jacksonville ain't trying to win shit this year. Houston got Deshaun Watson, and then um, I said the Colts, and then um, let me go back to you said Pittsburgh. If Big Ben get hurt. They could if Big Ben get hurt, yo, they could bring him. But back. Pittsburgh never trade like that. They, 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 don't, they, don't, they don't never go off no free agent. Though. Pittsburgh and Big Big Ben go down, Pittsburgh gonna run the ball. They gonna go, yeah. So down. a nine and no Pittsburgh team, Big Ren get hurt down. No, he, they'll never do that. Yeah. If I'm the Falcons, I okay then, so that's a good one. They're gonna have the ball. So let me ask you this, because at the gym, I do you hold on, do you get mad a fake injury and you just sit back and be like Let's just see how they play out. Cause like you said, if Pittsburgh do get hurt, or if Andy Dalton do get if if some of these teams who are Lamar Jackson get hurt, that's completely different. Not him, but like Derek Carr, Bill Roethlisberger, somebody get hurt. That's rush. Yeah. That's do, you, do you sit back and be like, hey, you just get mad at fake injury? Like, look, you're not really hurt. What you gonna say? You hurt, and then you be like, look, Matt, he not hurt. But you you got Super Bowl dreams. This is a proven quarterback. Go from there. If you ain't told somebody willing to listen. Like, do you trade Matt now or would you just hold him out and try to just wait and trade? I hold him out and wait and trade in 2021. 2021. I go in the draft. Go in the draft. If the Falcon keep this up, you go in the draft and take your quarterback. Right? You got Matt. You still got Matt Hill. The next season start up. You still got him. Somebody, the same thing we talking about. Somebody go down. Don't nothing change, essentially, right? I mean, eventually, I say, even if you start, man, a lot of people saying you don't, you're not gonna start the next quarterback because you old man all this money. But I mean, like I say, I think they'll eat that contract. I think they're gonna eat it. They're gonna eat it. Yeah. We just talked about Le'Veon Bell. Somebody in his contract. You just eat the contract at this yeah. point because you making the money. You saving the money by having a rookie quarterback. Yeah. So like, whatever money you eat with Matt Ryan, you got three years or four years of Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Lance. At a discount, right? So, like, if nothing else, you're just breaking even at the quarterback position. So, like, I'm with Lennis. I'm with both of y'all. Like, eating that contract isn't a big deal right now, especially when we finish in the top three because we're going to get a quarterback. Like, Yeah, that's true. Like, we're, we're just getting a quarterback at a discount. So, like, that ain't hurting me. That Financially, that wouldn't be, like, on my mind. What would be on my mind is, like you said, is kind of to the question. If we do draft the quarterback, should he play immediately like Joe Burrow? Or should we let Matt Ryan start and let him kind of learn from Matt? Like, that would be, like, the bigger challenge. Like, Sandelo did with Justin Herbert and Tyrod Taylor. Even though, you know, I like Tyrod Taylor. But, like, basically, Herbert was going to sit until Tyrod Taylor got hurt. Like, we just let Matt play? And yeah. That was a bad game. So. Me, personally, I'm cutting Matt Ryan. I'm going to let Matt Sharp start so I get my young boy who's ready enough. Matt Sharp cheaper. <laughs> That's why I said these people around here lead her. We got Matt Shaw. Ain't nobody around here calling for Matt Shaw. Matt Shaw is a proven backup at, at this point in career. Matt Shaw might be what? 38, 39, 40? Right. How old Vicky? He came in what? Two years after Vic, right? Three Vic years 40. Vic might be 40. Matt Shaw, he'll be about 38. How Vicky is 40. Because he's a year younger than him. Man, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Shaw might be down 38, 39. He 38, 39. I start Shaw. Shaw warm this up to the young boy ready. I can see it. I mean, it don't hurt. It's cheaper if you're doing business move. I can see that. I, I guess my question is, it's like, we we know it's time to move on from this group of, you know, kind of, we've already took one step with the coach in the gym. The next coach in the, the next GM has to be thinking, 
Even off the blank said it right. Like Matthew, Matt has been here for a while. He's been good, not great. We're past the point of him. Like we're past this Matt Ryan here. I think like, to your point, though, block, the writing's on the wall. But and what what's the best point to put a plug on? I think, and I think that that's kind of the trick part of like it's the best point to put it now, to put it later, to put it whenever, whenever. Like when is the best part to pull the plug? When is the best point to pull the plug? Me personally, I'll let you finish out this year. After this year. I'm blowing up everything. Everybody can go. After this season, I mean, it's hard to pull a plug mid-season because ain't nobody going to come see Matt Shaw at quarterback. Yeah, but this this is why COVID made so much sense. You can't have people in the building anyway, so, like, it ain't nobody coming anyway. So, like, well, if you're going to cut on TV, you're going to cut on TV and not not. But right, so. don't do the player no disservice by not playing him. He can play. Let him play to go somewhere else to get his next payday or his next Matt Ryan. Yeah. I think the jury, I think everybody showcase them. Opinions Trade already rate. out. Opinions already out. Like everybody know what you're getting from Matt Ryan. Like everybody know what you get with Matt Ryan. I would be more worried about him getting hurt and him not having no value. And then I'd really be like, oh my God. Like he got hurt. I'm gonna cut you anyway, so I don't get care. I don't care. Well, I mean more trade, baby, right? Like Matt Ryan right now worth more than Matt Ryan with a twisted ankle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, a fourth round pick. I still I think he worth I think he worth a oh, shit. <laughs> the more I think about it, realistically, he probably worked for second, or third, and the fourth. Like I don't see how you can get a first round for him unless a team is really desperate. Now I do think you can flee somebody really desperate. Cowboys, <laughs> but they got to be really desperate. So, I mean, any of these teams, like Aaron Rodgers got hurt, could you fleece them? Nah, more? they going with that young boy. They ain't, they ain't going with. But some of these team guys, real Super Bowl aspirations, like real aspirations, like that young boy, they can't win Super Bowl with him. Well, I read a roll. Aaron Rodgers, the right on the wall for him anyway. Yeah, but he won the Super Bowl. That's the difference between winning the Super Bowl. Like he, he hasn't done that much more than Matt besides winning the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl. They got his ass up out of there. It was time. But that's the problem. The fab, that's good organization, right? Like Baltimore has, hasn't missed a beat, right? Like they transition quarterback seemingly been playoff contenders every year, been in the playoffs every year, been Super Bowl contenders every year. Like good organizations don't have this fall off like what we're going with the Matt Ryan era. Right. Good organizations see the writing on the wall and move accordingly, right? You know what I'm saying? So, And that's the problem. And this is why we even having this podcast because the Falcons didn't see the writing on the wall. You said it on the podcast. I said it on the podcast. You said on podcast two years ago, hey, we need to look at what we're going to do about this. You know what I'm saying? Is it time to blow it? We did a podcast two about years ago. Yeah. Is it about time to blow it up? Two years ago would have been all the two years ago. You got Kyler Murray. Let's just say two years ago, you go 15th. You do get Patrick Mahomes in, in that position. But nobody didn't see Patrick Mahomes being the guy, but Andy Reid. No, no, nah, nah, but on the flip side, my point is he was at that position where you're looking for a quarterback. Teams do this all the time. He was in that price range you in. You wouldn't have to trade anything for the most part to get him. I'm just saying him as an example, right? They were undervaluing black quarterbacks at the time. Or even that year, what year when Lamar Jackson was, we all on his saying the Falcons should go get Lamar Jackson. Who went and got him? They still had Flacco when they got Lamar Jackson. But that's what good teams, good organizations do, right? Like, imagine if it was we got Lamar Jackson instead of Baltimore. Like, even if even if Lamar, even if things are different, the hope Behind, well, behind Matt, we got that boy Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the excitement behind that keeps your organization relevant or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that's what. But you got to think about it. The Falcon never put no pressure on Matt Ryan getting a backup that's going to push him. You always got somebody that know he's going to always have his job. So, And until the point 
I mean, like now he don't like Phil Rivers, right? Until you did, until you Phil Rivers didn't know it was time for him to go. Until it was time for him to go. He to your point about Matt Ryan, nobody ever had to push these cats. They never won enough. They never won enough to got that treatment, right? So like Aaron Rodgers get that treatment because he won Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger get that treatment because he won Super Bowl. Drew Brees get that treatment because he won Super Bowl. Tom Brady get that treatment because he won Super Bowl. Peyton Manning get that treatment because they won the best of all time. Eli get that treatment because he won the Super Bowl. When you win Super Bowls, you get that, hey, you don't have to worry about your job treatment. You should. But when you become ultimately the Phillip Rivers and the Matt Ryans of the world, and you could, hell, they just, think about this, they just a step above Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton going to the playoffs every year. But when, like, like he did it. But exactly, but the whole point is, and like, when you were at those cats level, it should never, you should, you should still have to worry about your job, too. Like, Eli, he, Eli had to worry about his job. They drafted him a rookie. Yeah, they would have picked him up. He was, that was the end of the of his run. Like, but like they sent that message. Uh, what's his name? Jones. You want to do, man? He's gonna be driving in the second or third round. They would have got him in the first round. Yeah, but it mess for Eli's time for you to retire. That's why the Falcons need to draft. Even if they keep Matt Ryan, they going to get a quarterback. It's they no, got. That's no question. But that's no the point. Question. We got to get a quarterback to let Matt know it's your time. And I think that doing Lamar like that two years ago would let him know, Matt, your time is running out. I think, like it's just time for you to call it a day. Right. I think Austin Blank already said it. Yeah, but it done got to a point where they had to. Good organizations do it before you have. Like everybody's back to the wall. A good organization, do, you see the train before it's coming, not when it's all up on you. Now you got to dive out the road now and you gotta they, jump out the way. Yeah, and like the Falcons had to jump out the way, whereas Baltimore saw it coming and saying, "Right now, you trying to avoid. Right now, the Falcons trying to avoid not getting run over." Exactly. Like I say, you in the you in the entanglement of <laughs> either keeping this guy, you know what I'm saying, or goddamn moving on and going younger and rebuilding the team, period. Cause like I said, that's the whole direction of the fact. Like you bring a new man in here, which way you gonna go? You gotta go, y'all. And yeah. I mean, Melinda said this Sunday. There's still a big group of the population who believe in Matt Ryan. Maybe. Like, now, if they're Maybe your season ticket. No, I'm saying it is. If it's your season ticket holder sure. who's, who's out here saying, hey, we still want to see Matt, what do you I do? Want to see Matt, though. It's going to be some tears shed. Why? When, it, when the day, they, when the day like, when Dominique got out of here. I was, I was just about to say that. It's going to be some people around here disappointed that number two, his time is up. Everybody, all the superstars in Atlanta like that. My wife's Dion. co-worker. I know a couple of my wife's co-workers who think Matt Ryan isn't the problem. Calhoun thinks Matt Ryan isn't the problem. God. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate your service God. trying to go. All the superstars. Yeah. When Dion got out here, folks, was, hey, God. Yeah, but his prime. Yeah, but that was a different situation. Those are cats who left in their prime, Dion and Dominique and Mike V. Matt Ryan is the one who we all agree He's had more than enough chance to show. He's he's Steve Barkowski. That out. Nobody's been here longer than Matt and Steve Barkowski probably in the position. Yeah. You know, so of course, like I say, we appreciate what you did. You know what I'm saying? You reached your ceiling. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that, and we talked about this and everything. Houston Rockets got the same problem in basketball. James Harden reached his ceiling, but that's his fault. He can't win. You can't win the championship with him as your best player. Sacramento Kings, you can't win the championship with Vladdy Divide and Chris Webber as your best players. <laughs> I meant because one year's the Trailblazers, next year's the Lakers, right? Same thing with the heart with James Harden. One year's the Warriors, one year's 
the Lakers one year, somebody else, right? San Diego Chargers, Phillip Rivers. Thank you, but we can't win the Super Bowl with you. Hey. Dan Marino, same thing. One of the greatest all time. Thank you, but they yes. superb, like they rolled down, they rolled down Marino into the seventy. They beat them seventy, seventy something. Jacksonville beat them seventy to six, and they they, they beat them out the lead. They beat them out the lead. They pound them out the lead. That's I don't want to see. I don't want to see the Falcons holding on. And Miami hasn't recovered since. Think about it. Miami hasn't recovered since they had Marino. Man. They lost seventy to six. That was like ninety nine or two thousand or something like that. Katon Coughlin was up. Yo, Tom, Tom Coughlin yep, would yep. Tom Coughlin would have coached him. Right. Miami, think that's twenty some years ago, and Miami hasn't come back since. Cause they, cause they held on. They held on too long with no plan and no. Now you just in the round and what you. And this is a draft with, you know, I personally want Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is the deal. I think he, did, I think he's answered every question you can answer as a college player. Sean. I think I'm not as big on Fields. I think Fields is a step below, but I wouldn't be mad. At I don't fields. think they address uh, draft Fields. That's me personally. Would you draft Fields? I would. But I don't think the Falcons will. Linda, would you draft Fields? I'm going one A one A one A one A one B. I'm going Trevor Lawrence. I'm going Justin Fields. Would you draft the um, Lance, the Trey Lance kid? Trey Lance number three. You would draft him? Yeah. Would you draft Trey Lance? I don't know. I haven't seen him enough to, to say I would draft him. So I, I can't comment on him. I will say this. I learned this from the Cardinals. <clears throat> as bad as it may look on your organization, there's nothing wrong with drafting a top ten, a top quarterback. And if he don't work out, go in and get another top quarterback. Right. Who did that? The Cardinals, when they tried to draft Rose in one year, and the next year got Kyler Murray. Shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, if we get the number three this year and he's sucking, the number one next year is a bona fide star. Hey. Hey, it is, you still got value in the number three but, person. But, but another coach came in. Another coach came in and yeah. got his man. Yeah. Got who he felt. He didn't. He felt like uh, he nah, wasn't going to be the man. <laughs> yeah, John Rosa can't do it for yeah. him. He went and got that's his man. Yeah. But that's a good, like you said, they they went out on a limb and did it. Look at him now. To you. Well, I guess that was Detroit. Like they kept dry, drafting receivers. Yeah, but so the quarterback had re- so like they were able to fleece Miami with Josh Rosen. Cause like if your quarterback had one bad year, you could still be like, "Hey, get him." You still got him on a rookie deal, and maybe our coaching just didn't work for him, right? You you can still fleece somebody with a young quarterback like that, especially one year. You know what I'm saying? But I, I I'm with you guys. Like it has to be a quarterback. We should be going to only win one game this year. Like, there's no reason for us to be trying to win more. You just win one game so you don't say you went on something, right? But, like, just win one game, right? Like, it's a quarterback. I'm, I think, again, I would put all my ears in the Trevor Lawrence basket. I wouldn't be mad if I got Justin Fields, but, like, I think Trevor Lawrence is. Is the go-to. Is the go-to. I mean, he just don't answer every question you can answer as a college player. You know what I'm saying? Like, Justin Fields still had some moments where he was nervous. Like, he come back this year and show, like, hey, second year's a start. He cool, come collected. I'd be like you, 1A, 1B. So, like, I'm I'm fine with that. The Trey Lance, it'll just be he will he only play one game this year because he said not doing that thing in the spring when they start back up. So, like, I would just be worried about Russ for him. Or if I if he, if he was an option, I would have my people kind of working out with him on the low. I'll be like, hey, if you're going to come out, go see this quarterback coach and work with him the whole time. Somebody I trust or whatever. See, like, if you end up, if you end up looking at, at Trey Lance and you in your face with a pick, 
of course, like I might, I might keep keep Matt around for you know what I'm saying for for a moment. You know what I'm saying until I get Lance coming. Like Lance coming out, he coming out of North Dakota. Like Matt might can come in, you know what I'm saying, hold it down until we get this man get his ears to the book. You know what I'm saying, something like that. But oh, Matt can take some of them hits that when we next year when we get that first premier lineman or get a Greg lineman to protect our new investment at quarterback. Because, like, it's a combo deal, right? Like, you just don't get a good quarterback at the same shitty line. Not saying the fact that I shitty, but, like. It is. I think it is the perfect way. Going to the, with the offensive line, this is why I think it's the good moment right now. You don't win draft the two, two, two young offensive line. The two guards. The two boys. The one uh, who had the heart issue. Chris, you know, the Chris Chris guard, yeah, they good. In the top. Yeah, he decent. And he would have got Matt Hennessy. You like Matt Hennessy? Hennessy, the center yeah. of the son of God. Yeah, yeah, the son of God. They're going to probably move him in a match. Back. But they still going to have, what's his name, Landrum or? Right. You so know. you think the Falcon line in a good position? They young, but in a good They're position. They young. They're going to grow together. They're going to be all right. For the, 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 guy, um, the guy on the end, he ain't gave up a sack. Yeah, have Who, Matt? Uh, nah, he uh, talking about one of the ones they drafted last year. Right. I think he's still on the move, but he ain't gave up a sack. Y'all could be wrong, but. I say I, I go to the rich line. I say you got two office, two young offensive guys. Shit, three, 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 possible four. Like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go out here and see. Hey, then you got a receiver he can grow with with Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Even if I, even, even if Gage, I, Russell Gage. No, Russell Gage be fucking up. Russell Gage, decent. Right, Russell. You third? Yeah, he like a third or fourth. With the with the five, I mean, with anybody else, he probably a fourth receiver. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, but oh man, I say I'm getting better. But it go with. I'm gonna ask you this: Do you think? Do you have faith in the Falcon to go pick a quarterback in the second or third round, like how Seattle picked Russell Wilson? No, I don't even want them to try. Not in this Trevor Lawrence draft. Like it's too many good ones. Like so, you might not get the guy you want, but can you still go get a quarterback? This. Nah, break him in. If I if I got to wait to the second round and quarterback, then nah, the whole some guys fall now. It's talent out there. You gotta you gotta see who. I say this: if anybody falls, this is the year they fall because of COVID, right? So like, man, I see enough of them, but like, I don't want the Falcons reaching for Kelly Mund out of Texas A and M. Or the kids, and Trish. I don't want them reaching for none of them motherfuckers. Right? I get you in the fourth, fifth round, and you happen to pan out. That's cool. I don't want them reaching for no no yeah. scrubs like that. Yeah, them. I don't want them just going out trying to say, "Why we need a quarterback?" I'm gonna just try. Like, now nah, don't waste, but don't waste no like second. We got to go to second round, and you need to draft. Whatever else, some out of defense or another. Build up your team and then yeah. come back to next year. Yeah, we can't we can't get this man on the chalkboard right here or this guy. Or maybe this, then hey, then we need to go ahead and try to think of something else. You might you know. go find somebody else who we don't know about, who we ain't scouting, might be that guy. So let me ask you this. Let's say the Falcons, it's a three quarterback draft. They finish with fourth, number four. Do you offer the trade Matt Ryan plus your first rounder? Do you offer the swap swap picks and Matt Ryan or swap picks and something else? You can, but who? I don't swap think picking Julio. I don't think nobody. I think Julio looks too good. You got to put Julio in though. That's the only way. Julio is the shot. He's the ace of spade of the. He the big joker of yeah. what we can offer. Yeah. He the big joker. They ain't doing it for Matt Ryan. I don't think. You don't think they doing it for Matt no, Ryan? No, if you number four or five, yeah, I give Matt Ryan your number one. No, I don't want that. Okay, let me come back and ask you. Would you do the cornerback we drafted this year 
He actually been good. I know you said somebody, you said you ain't like him, but he actually been I'm our best corner. I'm not giving AJ nah. for real. Man. I ain't getting him up either. So Julio. Julio is I all of them. Yeah, all of them. Get that bomb out of here. I ain't going to like You come correct. You come in here talking about Julio, you better come in here with the right mind, with the right picks. A first round, a second round, a third round, anything yeah, else. Number one pick. You shove it up, you shove it up your butt. But you come in here with Julio. Everybody else, you can give me a Matt, give me a third, fourth, second. I tell you that. But Julio Jones, one, two. You got to get a fourth, first round. One, Julio. two, three, or four. Yeah. Then you got to you go, you ask Julio, do he want to go there? Out of respect to him for what he done done. After what they did, right away. Right away, they retired. They cut him. I, I, so I am one of you. I do think a certain level of respect is Julio may be the best player in franchise history. Arguably up though, but like definitely top three, maybe the best. Like I do think you at least come to him and say, "Hey, we had this package. Can we get your blessing?" Hold up, team. Yeah, but I ain't finna, don't send me to no New York Giants. No, I'm not going there. No, some player, I ain't going to go deal with that. In I New York, that. I don't, a city I might not want to be in. I can see they that. They got to make sense for them. I, I can see that. I just, I think that, let's let's finish up like this because we're approaching our Tell me how you, how you look on this era of the Falcons, the Matt Ryan, Dan Quinn, slash Mike Smith, Julio Jones era. Like, what are your thoughts on that era? My thought, while we left a lot on the table, we missed one with Mike Smith. When we should have beat San Francisco, we up to go to Super Bowl. We missed that one. And Dan Quinn, we could have had a Super Bowl. You had too many blown opportunities. I think we we, we could at least have one, possibly two Super Bowls in those two eras. And that's just me talking as a Falcon fan. So in the Matt Ryan era, I think you said it best. It's a lot, it's a lot left on the table, right? Like, to be fair, they've given us – Probably these highest high we've had as a Falcons fan, being up twenty eight to three. That's probably the best moment as a Falcons fan you ever had. Besides, I'm gonna take it back. That's probably the best moment I've ever had as a Falcon fan. Number two with them drafting Mike Vick. Number three was the two legit to quit Falcons. Those were probably the three yeah. best moments for me as yeah. a Falcon. No, that's a lie. Number one is them up twenty eight to three in the Super Bowl. Number two is them making the Super Bowl with Chris Chandler them that year when they kicked that kick in Minnesota. That's probably my second best. Number three is the Matt Ryan. Number four is the two legit to quit. Like just that whole two, that whole time. Like so, like he gave us the best moment in Falcons history, but he also gave us the worst moment in Falcons history. When you look up and see the final score, thirty-one to twenty-eight. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that that sums up this group of Falcons as whatever they are the biggest tease, but with the worst pussy. They got the fattest ass. They got the best titties. They talking all good. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You finally get them in the bedroom and they only go missionary. They not catching calm. They not sucking dick. They not doing this. That's the Falcons. They touching on your dick the whole time in the car. They talking all this freak shit. But when you give them where it's time to go, they don't go where they need to go. I think that's how I was talking about the Matt Ryan offer. So, ultimately, I can say I fuck. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can come back to y'all and say I fuck the baddest chick in the club. But behind my head, I know that was the worst pussy I had. So, that's the Falcons for me. Man, how would you say Matt Ryan era Falcons? Man, just that. I'm gonna just say like a uh, damn. Just a just some unseasoned chicken. <laughs> <laughs> some unseasoned chicken, man. Just 
Well, I say shit, you, the same thing you just said, you pop it in, you think you got something going good. Got I got your appetite ready. No season at all, man. No season at all. Oh, man. So, all this to say, thank you guys for listening. We're glad the fact we're mad that they had to come to this point, that they had to have a gun to their head to make this change. But we are glad because a change is needed. So, hopefully, they follow this through and, you know, we get a quarterback. Hopefully, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Hopefully, we have a future, a new young coach, a new young coordinator. I would like to see them try Airbnb, but whatever, whoever they can try. But I hope that we have a new young future as a Falcons fan. I think it's time for us to do that. I think we have a time now to be the trendsetters in the league if we do this the right way. So, yeah, with well, that new that new stadium, man, still haven't bust that new stadium over yet. Exactly, we haven't. We haven't. We need to light that stadium up, and I think Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, one of these young boys can do it. So. New uniforms. It's, a, it's just time for a new Falcons. The new uniforms, me and you did a podcast on that, Lennox. The new uniforms meant it's time for a change. Time. It's time for a change. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDarren.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.